What if I told you that the answer to some of your most pressing questions as a marketer or leader is a really good story? My name is Kelly Parker, and after spending over a decade bringing stories to life as a speaker, writer, and corporate marketer, I'm here to show you the easy way to create your own stories that connect, break through the clutter, and bring in cold, hard cash. Right here on Business Storytelling Made Easy. Hey, 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 welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. If you have been following along with us for any amount of time, you probably noticed that we've been on a bit of a hiatus. We wrapped up season one several months back and we are back for season two. The other thing you probably noticed is is we have gone through a whole facelift around here. And what was the Confident Speaker Podcast? It's now business storytelling made easy. And by far my favorite part of speaking, my favorite part of living, Okay, it's telling stories. I live for a good story. But specific to speaking, there is nothing like standing on a stage, setting a compelling scene that people can imagine themselves in and details that they can visualize in their mind and laying out a juicy string of drama or an entertaining turn of events that takes everyone in the room to the brink of, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. And dear Lord, what's going to happen next? with eyes glued to the front of the room. I mean, they are captivated. They are vested with every single word that's coming out of your mouth. It's addicting really and profound at the same time to realize that some well-placed anecdotes and relatable details can have that much power, but it doesn't end there. Good stories are always followed by people recalling specific details about what you've said and describing how they're going to put these new concepts into action and describing some of the the deep thoughts that they've had about what they've heard. Stories are powerful. That's why Ford's former CMO, Chief Marketing Officer Jim Farley is quoted as saying, storytelling is your most important skill as a marketing leader. And so... The goal of this podcast is now to show you how to unlock the power of story to connect, engage, and inspire your audiences like never before. To kick off this first episode of this new season, I want to share five reasons why I believe marketers, leaders, and brands all over the world should be telling more stories. You ready? I hope you are. Let's buckle in for the ride. Number one, you should be telling more stories because stories are memorable. And I bet you know this by your own life experience. It is easier to remember facts if they're buried and um, delivered in a story versus just out there dangling on their own. And there's actually research that tells us the same thing. Um, According to research, it suggests that facts are 20 times more likely to be remembered if they're part of a story. Additional research indicates that messages delivered as stories can be up to 22 times more memorable than just facts. I recently read a book called Contagious, and it talks about the power of, um, you know, viral marketing and what does it take for a message to go viral? What are the different characteristics of viral messages? And of course, one of the key characteristics of viral messages is stories. And uh, one of the anecdotes told in the book was about uh, a friend of the author who was moving to a cold climate. They had been living in a warm climate and here they go moving to a cold climate. And what do you need if you live in a cold climate? You need a good coat. 
So they started off with one of those, um, you know, like a coat, like a businessman would wear like a wool coat, you know, where it looks good, but honey, you are not going to be warm. You're going to be cold. So, um, his friend started off with that coat. He was cold. So he's like, okay, I need, I need reinforcements. Like I need a serious warm coat. So he decides to purchase a coat by the company Land's End. So he's got this big coat and it's big and it's puffy, you know, a big puffy coat that's so big. You can't even put your arms down. Like it's just, it's serious. So it might not be the most attractive, but he was super warm. He loved it, loved the coat. And lo and behold, in the middle of winter, the zipper breaks. And so now he's like, oh man, what am I going to do? I don't have time to get the zipper replaced or I would rather, you know, avoid that because I want to have my coat. So he says, let me just call Lands in and see perhaps if customer service can help me. Not holding out a lot of hope that they would, but he tried it. So he calls customer service, explains the issue and the representative says, okay, got it. What we'll do is we'll send you a new coat. Okay. And he says, okay, that's fine. So how much is that going to be? And they said, oh, no, there's no charge. We're going to send it. And, you know, we're going to send it. We're going to put a rush on it because we know it's too cold out here for you to be going without a coat. Now, telling that as a story is so much more powerful than just saying Land's End has good customer service or something like that. Buried within that story, there's so much that you can learn. First of all, you can learn what kind of coat is going to keep you warm. You can learn what kind of products Land In has and what kind of quality they have, what kind of customer service they have. Um, and so there are specific details that even in me retelling it now are sticking with me that there's no way I would have remembered it had it not been told as a story. And so it is with you. The question uh, on the table is how can we convey the value that we bring, who we are, what we stand for as a story that people can remember. Because if you can remember it, you can repeat it. So Lansing isn't paying me anything to be talking about them right now. And that's okay. <laughs> but I'm able to talk about them because I can remember specific details to the point where I can repeat them. And so think of it this way. It's quoted um, that in 2021, we don't have official figures, but it's said that the average person is now estimated to encounter between 6,000 and 10,000 ads every single day, 6,000 to 10,000 marketing messages every single day, right? And so how are we going to stand head and shoulders above everything else that's going on in the marketplace? Really a tried and true strategy is to figure out what is a compelling story that I can tell that is memorable and will stick in folks' brains. And so when we think about story, think about being memorable and thinking about, think about the benefit of being able to stand out. So number one, we want to tell more stories because we want to be memorable. Number two, we want to tell more stories because stories inspire action. Let's take the healthcare context, for example. Communication professor Melanie Green conducted research, and what she found is that people are more likely to change their lifestyles and health habits when they see a character they relate to making the same change. So we can take that principle and really apply it to any industry. Think about it. When you see someone that either you look up to, you relate to, you can kind of see yourself in them for some reason, 
you relate, but then the next level is you kind of want to do what they do. You want to take action. For example, if you're old enough, you might remember in the 90s, Gatorade came out with this ad campaign featuring Michael Jordan and it had this really catchy song, Be Like Mike. I want to be like Mike. And it shows this imagery of Michael Jordan um, on the basketball court. And he is, of course, doing what he does, just being an amazing competitor. And then it's shooting to these shots. He's drinking Gatorade. Then it's shooting to other people, you know, just kids and random people. And they're drinking Gatorade. So the idea is thinking about the story of Michael Jordan and who he is and what he represents. And knowing that, not only do I want to be like him, I want to do what he does. And what does he do? He drinks Gatorade. So doggone it, I want to drink Gatorade, right? And so the idea is inviting folks into a story with a figure that they can relate to, invites them and encourages them to take action. And honestly, at the end of the day, isn't that we want, what we want people to do? We want to be able to inspire action. And so story is so powerful in regards to helping people to change behavior. Number three, why should you be telling more stories? Well, stories demonstrate value. Stories demonstrate value. So, you know, full disclosure, if you've been around here for a while, you already know there's going to be some Cosby show examples and illustrations and probably other sitcoms because you know, that's, that's just who I am. I'm 90 sitcoms. That's, that's who we are over here. So one of my favorite episodes of the Cosby show, um, either, you know, late eighties, early nineties, somewhere around there, there was an episode in which Claire Huxtable, who is my role model for everything in life, (laughs) uh, her and her husband were planning to go to this fancy event and she had a beautiful dress and she had these new shoes that she wanted to wear she was so excited about it and of course she stubs her toe on the corner of the bed and breaks her toe so now she can't wear the shoes and she is such an ornery little (laughs) patient she doesn't want any help she's just so so upset so she's sitting in a room and she's just totally dejected and in walks her father-in-law if you're familiar with the show you know this is russell huxtable okay so he comes in and he is holding what looks to be a handcrafted cane and she says oh you know that's nice and he says yeah it belonged to my father he worked on the railroad and uh, one day at the train station one of the pullman cars came unhooked and it started rolling backwards My father saw a small child walking on the track and in the nick of time, he snatched that child away. And so at this point, Claire, her ears are perked up and her eyes are wide. She's like, whoa, what happened next? And so Russell continues and he says, but my father twisted his knee in the process. But the parents of the child were so grateful that they gave my father this cane made in Kenya, handcuffed. And it was at this point that Claire proudly said, you know, your, your father must have been so proud. And you know what? I would be honored to use your father's cane. So she was someone who didn't want help, right? She didn't want anything to do with, with stuff like this. But all of a sudden, after hearing this story, she said, you know what? This cane is really valuable. I definitely want to use it, right? Right. 
So as the, the show plays out, she comes down in her beautiful dress as she always does. And um, she looks amazing and she is using the cane. And one of her children comments on it and she begins to retell the story. Oh, this cane belonged to your great grandfather and blah, 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 blah. And at that point, Russell Huxtable uh, whispers to his son. He says, that's not true. I, I bought that at a drugstore. <laughs> so you see that through story, the the value of something was elevated, right? What seemed ordinary was now special. It was unique. It was valuable all because of that narrative. And I want to say in passing, he could have just said, he could have just talked about the product's features. He could have said handcrafted, made in Kenya, but he didn't. He, he attached a narrative to it, which increased its value. So, this is not the only place that this happens. It does not just happen in sitcoms. It actually happens in real life as well. Let's take a gentleman named Joshua Glenn, for example, and the project that he conducted on eBay. This is what he did. He bought a bunch of little, I guess you would call them tchotchkes. I don't say that word very much in real life, but they were tchotchkes, okay? They were knickknacks, um, very cheap, like, you know, a couple bucks. But what he did is he had writers attach a fictional story to each item when he posted it on eBay. And by doing that, by including that narrative, he was able to sell junk, literally junk that he bought for a couple of dollars. He generated over $3,000 from these little knickknacks. Why? Because of the story. The story highlights the value. And so particularly if we want to sell high-end products and, and um, services, really thinking about what is the story that will clearly demonstrate the value um, and really make it obvious what that value is. And so we should tell more stories, number one, because it will make us more memorable. Number two, it inspires action. Number three, stories demonstrate value. And number four, stories create emotional connection. Whenever I start to talk about stories and emotional connection, there's always a part of me that feels the need to put forward a disclaimer that, you know, when we start talking about emotions, this is not frou-frou, this is not fluff. This is actually how our brain works. As human beings, we make emotional decisions and we justify them with logic. There's research out of Harvard Business School that has found that 95% of our purchase decision making takes place subconsciously. And so when we know how to appeal to emotions, we can utilize that to be the gateway to the more conscious, logical mind. Good storytelling is all about understanding how people feel right now and how they want to feel and really creating an experience that facilitates that. When we can demonstrate that we understand people's emotional journey, it builds trust, it builds credibility, it builds connection, and it builds community in a very powerful way. And finally, reason number five why you and I ought to be telling more stories is because stories help to drive innovation. They help in creating new products and services that serve our audiences. So we must Intimately understand the story of whoever we are trying to serve. 
What we've got to do is enter their story instead of expecting them to enter ours. I'll give you an example. Um, One of my mentors is named Marshawn Evans Daniels. And um, on the front end of her career, she serviced professional athletes. And her initial thought was to offer communication services and help them to communicate better. What she discovered was that wasn't really what they wanted, although they needed it. And she could clearly observe that they needed it. It was not what they wanted. Um, She realized that she would be better off offering branding services because that aligned more with what they wanted and what they were wanting on their journey. And so when we think about storytelling, one aspect we have to really consider is the story of our consumer or the story of our employees or the story of our shareholders, Um, whoever those folks are that we're wanting to communicate with. What is their story? What makes them tick? What are their pain points and entering into that and not expecting them to enter into our own thing that we have going on? I know personally, I've worked um, in several different companies and sometimes what we do is we create products and services in a vacuum that aren't necessarily closely aligned with the story of that consumer or that population that we're wanting to serve. And so really looking at it as a story and asking ourselves, hey, is this project truly aligned with the customer story? The answer to that simple question is critical in creating products and services that truly resonate. And so five reasons you should tell more stories is you wanna be more memorable, you wanna help people take action, You want to demonstrate value, create emotional connection, and drive innovation. Well, that's all we have for you today. And um, you can expect us every first and third Monday to drop a new episode. For our next episode, we want to dive a little bit deeper and talk about what types of stories you should be telling. So stay tuned. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Business Storytelling Made Easy. If you found this content valuable, make sure you share it with a friend or colleague. And as always, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Bye.